Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. I, I wanted to say a few things. First, let me say hi to Jacob and Benny. Hello to both of you. How are you today? Yo. Hey, hey. Yeah, and, and I also want to say our hearts go out to all of you that are glued to your TV or your apps or whatever you're doing um, as we watch this incredible storm uh, come on to Florida. And the reason for me that it's so important to mention it is, first of all, my entire family moved down to Florida. My mom and my dad were in Homestead when Andrew hit, and I watched everything evaporate. Now, the good news at the time was my brother was, you got to leave it to my brother. My brother was one of the few people that decided I'm getting like a cinder block house. And so when everything down there was totally crushed and flattened, my mom pulled one of those trail or trailer type RV things on my brother's front yard and there we went and it was one of those pictures like if you ever see the volcano on the big island and you see the volcano come down and then everything is annihilated except this one ice cream store right that's what happened but our hearts go out to all of you we know what it's like and my friend and colleague David Essel is joining me here today because look I made a statement the other day, and David's going to talk to this. When you look around your life and you're seeing things crumble or come down or meetings are missed or some strange things happening to your business and your bank account, and you can't get the attention of the government who wants to, my friend said to me, who wants to give forgiveness on student loans, but not on the disaster loans from COVID. When you're thinking and scratching your head, how can I do more? How can I do better? You wanna stop for a minute and understand there are people working for you and for your cause. David Essel is one of these people. You've heard me talk about him with his innovative, take charge, out of the box, way to help people with mental health and mental illness and whatever you wanna call it. Right now, we understand what the pain points are, but we don't understand what it's like for you. That didn't stop David. It didn't stop him then. It doesn't stop him now. Today, we want to talk about an executive and entrepreneurial school for work-life balance. And this is really, for me, important. Why? Because you all know, online alcohol sales, now they're telling me they're about 600% increase. And I'm not even going to talk about vaping and drugs. David is a leader in this field. He has been so. So as long as I've been doing the show, 20 years, I don't know what he was doing before that. Maybe he was like 
maybe like he was in the Rolling Stones band or something. I don't know. <laughs> but the point is, he's here today, and we're going to shake things up. David, thank you so much. Uh, oh, Dr. Pat, it's always so great to be back with you. And you know what's funny about you mentioning the Rolling Stones? I, as a kid, I had two only two dreams that I wanted to follow through with. One was to play in the NBA basketball. That didn't work. And the other was to be a lead guitarist for a major rock and roll band. Now, that hasn't worked yet. But the second one has a better chance than the first, Dr. Pat. <laughs> I got to tell you, I mean, I'm not kidding. I actually, okay, Benny, you're not going to believe it. I actually, in my teenage years, I so was into the music movement. I was actually the lead singer in a band. Oh my God. Now, I cannot sing. <laughs> So I can't hold a note if my life depended on it. But back then, if you sounded a little bit like Janis Joplin, you were good to go. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> David, look, let's, I want to start off with, I want people to understand what touched your heart for you to come out now with another, honestly, another way to help people. I really want to know what touched your heart. And, and I want to make sure people know what you've made available to them. I still can't even believe the last time we talked and what you did with your coaching program. I, I'm like in awe. But this one, what hit you in the heart on this? Yeah, I started getting clients over COVID, over the pandemic that were coming in and 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 they were executives, network marketers, business owners, some extremely successful, some averagely successful, but they all had one thing in common, is that especially through the pandemic, they had lost complete work-life balance, uh, hobbies out the windows, um, you know, overeating, overdrinking, things, Pat, Dr. Pat, you and I have talked about so many yeah. times. But I started seeing these people come in with no balance at all, no idea of how to emotionally regulate with their partners when they were getting into arguments about the pandemic or political stuff, which still goes on in households today, oh, yeah. you know, and 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 so we saw this build up, this build up of procrastination. We saw these executives, my Lord, you know, some of the executives, Fortune 500 companies who had never procrastinated a day in their life, Pat, were just not completing tasks. Hobby, I mentioned hobbies. You know, there was no balance at all. And there was a lot of people during the pandemic that were blessed with huge abundance in business. Well, that threw them totally off of balance. You know, they, they, the, some real estate agents that are friends of mine making 800, a million dollars a year when they were used to making 200,000. Now, how they did that was by working 23.5 hours a day, right? Yeah, so yeah. their relationship started to suffer. Uh, their relationship with their kids started to suffer. And I'm seeing this, and then I'm seeing the other side during the pandemic of businesses that have lost huge amounts of money, oh, lost yeah. huge, right? I mean, and so, but, but, but the one thing they all had in common, and this is so interesting, whether they were overly abundant or struggling to survive is that there was no balance whatsoever. And so yeah. as they kept coming in, you know, whether I'm working with them via zoom phone or in office, there was this theme, Pat, Dr. Pat, remember, um, you know, er, er, earlier about a year and a half or two years ago, the theme was helping veterans heal yes. and then helping first responders heal. Yeah. And that turned into this massive program, helping Americans heal. Well, that came again, from me working with first veterans and seeing that this pandemic was crushing them worse than about anything they had ever seen. So we started those programs. And then as we progressed, Pat, and we started to see the pattern with 
small business owners, executives, entrepreneurs, uh, network marketers, the pattern became so strong that, you know, TJ Toriello, who you know very, yeah. very well, yes, you know, do, yeah. he and I were talking one day and I said, TJ, I said, I've got to create a school here. This is crazy. People have lost even where to begin. And so the Entrepreneurs and Executive School for a Life Work Life Balance became an entity and now it's exploding. Uh, now we have people going, oh my God, David, that's me. I have no idea what balance is at all. So yeah. I, you know, I, I'm excited, Dr. Pat. We have so many great tools in the toolbox to teach people how to get back to some type of balance. Now we're not talking about perfect balance here mm -hmm. where everything is um, you know, hunky-dory. We're talking about a movement towards balance, which is so crucial. Not unlike someone that needs to lose 100 pounds. You know, we say, let's get a movement going towards losing that 100 pounds. Let's not focus on losing the 100 pounds. Let's focus on what we need today to move towards that goal. Yeah. You know, here's what I love about this, because I think the first step to balance is creating harmony. Um, and let's talk about that for a minute, because what you've just described is just a, a tip of an iceberg about what people have been experiencing. The other thing I really want to piggyback on, I want to make sure everybody knows my position on this. I don't care what world leader, president, senator says COVID is over. It is not for small businesses. And I just want to be very clear about this. The situation you just described is not done. And, and this is something for me that I am on the verge of starting a campaign, first with my own senator, because one of the most incredible missteps that we have done in helping small businesses, if gi giving them an emergency disaster loan, which we're very grateful for, unlike the PPP, and not only not forgiving it, but charging interest if you deferred it. No one is looking at what these companies took in a disaster loan, and no one in Congress and in Washington is even thinking forgiveness. And you see, why am I bringing it up? It's just one more, one more pin in the pin cushion for entrepreneurs to deal with. And if you saw the letters that are coming out of the, this organization, it sounds like if you don't pay this in November, we're taking your firstborn. So this is for you. We have to instill the fact that you're telling people I care because they don't think people care right now, David. That's what right. do you think about that? No, 100% with you, Dr. Patton. What's really unfortunate with this, um, the EIDL loans and all oh. those that went out, you know, like the Los Angeles Lakers got $10 million or something oh. like that, right? Like, like really disgusting stuff. Now, I will hand it to them. The Lakers did return the money, but there's so many other businesses that did not. You know, they they don't need the money. They took it. And then the people that, and so they're not going to get penalized, right? Because they've already had so many cash reserves that that oh, extra yeah. $4 million is just giving them some play money. But then there's the other small business owners that like, like what you said, that as of November 1st or January 20th, they've got a $1,500 a month or a yep. $2,500 a month payment coming up and their business has not regrown. It has not got back to normal. And what you're saying about those letters, Pat, are so true. I have executives coming in going, is this a threat? Yeah, exactly. You know, like, it like, is I, a threat. It is a threat. Like, like, like oh my Lord. Laugh. You know, it, it's so crazy. <laughs> and, and these are people that really needed the money, 
they've used it. They have part of it still in reserve because they knew that this day was coming, but they really need that reserve to keep the marketing going and everything else. And so they're getting hurt in two ways. They, yeah. they can't access all the money they were giving many companies because they were nervous that this day was going to come, which means that that money is sitting there only to be repaid. Now, the, the hardest thing I think in the world for small businesses to understand is that these multi-conglomerates that got all this money don't have a problem repaying what they got from the SBA. They're not in the same situation. And you brought up a great point. What about the forgiveness portion of this? How would that help the economy? Yeah. It would be immense yeah. to not yeah. have the stress, the anxiety. And this all goes back to the topic. How can you live a semi-balanced life when you've got all of these stressors out of your control, which is what we can help people with today? And, you know, I mean, we're not even talking about the additional stresses, but this is a show about executives, entrepreneurs, you know, people that are running businesses. Yeah. You're, you're right about this. I, I don't know in, in my circle, myself included, you included, I don't know anybody here that wants to default on a payment for anything. You don't build a business to do that. But yet it's hard to get to that place where you can even think about work-life balance because you go to bed at night thinking somebody's, somebody's, you're going to wake up in the morning and there's going to be like a red dot on your door or something. But these are the intangibles that nobody's talking about, but you're talking about them, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Pat, we just got approached about two weeks ago by a local university. You know, I live in Fort Myers, Florida, and there's a yeah. university, Florida Gulf Coast University. They have a school of entrepreneurship, which now we are joining forces with. And they contacted us when they heard about our school for work-life balance. And it's brilliant. You know, yeah. what a better place than a college university entrepreneurship degree to learn work-life balance coming yeah. out with, with knowledge, Dr. Pat. I mean, I look at this and, and I think back to the first school that did an entrepreneurial course, one of the first ones I went to. And it was University of Colorado at Boulder. They, and it was 1980. And they opened up a school for entrepreneurship. And I couldn't believe it. And I'm going, what did I need to be a part of this, right? But even when I went through that school program, there was no teaching of work-life balance. And, and let's look at this. Without work-life balance, some, here's, here's some of the downside for entrepreneurs, executives, network marketers, small business owners, is that the stress decreases motivation. The stress without some type of balance decreases creativity, decreases inspiration. All of the things that entrepreneurs need to be on the top of their game. When we don't have some type of balance in our life, all of those things go down. And then what does that lead to? Burnout, increased workaholism. Then we go into the other stressors, right? Avoidance of relationship issues, too much food, drink, pot, you know, the whole nine yards. Yeah. So, you know, this is the, the point in time where small businesses who have not taken a look in the mirror and said, do I have any semblance of balance at all? Like, what was the last time, if you're a business owner, that you sat down and watched a movie? Yeah, right. But that what wasn't was at one in the morning. Yeah, well, you have wasn't... your laptop on your, on your on your lap, right? Exactly. You know, Dr. Pat, I started with an executive yesterday. Very first session, I asked, asked him what his daily schedule was like. Because of the stress, he has a really hard time sleeping. So from two to six, he's watching TV. I get, I totally, you're preaching to the choir because look, you are a counselor, you're a master life, you're a relationship, you're a business coach. But there's one thing that you are that we don't talk about enough. You're, you're someone that understands the heart 
of what's going on in other people's hearts. And so when I look at this program, I want to talk about this because it seems that what you've done here is you've taken almost everything else you've ever created, including your emphasis in mental health, and said, we can bring this together in a way where people can have a new start, can have a fresh start, you know, can, can, can learn how to even get a night's sleep, right? I mean, yeah. I'm jumping to a conclusion. But am I on the right track here? Oh, you're right. You're right on the right track. And so let's go back to let's go right to sleep. You know, we when we talk about a lack of sleep and if you look at all you have to do is Google, what are the effects of a lack of two hours of sleep a night? You could just start with two hours and you'll be blown away how concentration decreases, irritability increases, procrastination increases when we don't have enough sleep, you know, so you're hitting one of the hallmarks. Now, when people think work-life balance, Pat, honestly, I swear to God, no one talks sleep. No one talks about the importance of sleep, to be grounded, to be refreshed, to have new creative ideas. We, we, we don't talk about that. When we talk about work-life balance, people usually say something like, well, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. You know, we automatically go to the negative. So what we're trying to do here is bring these uh, uh, points up to people and saying, listen, we have to have an origin, right? We have to place a place to begin with. And, and what I love to use is this analogy, Dr. Pat, remove first for work-life balance, remove first, add second. And yeah. so for everyone listening, going, well, what the heck does he mean by that? What we say is that there's got to be blocks to getting in your way of work-life balance. Okay. So what are you doing? What are the blocks are, you know, have you turned into a workaholic? Now, <laughs> if you need money, that might sound like a good idea and up to a point it is, but then there's a point of no return and workaholism will take away more of your creativity, motivation, and everything else than it'll give you. So the very first thing, which is the scariest things for people that are out of balance is saying, we've got to cut back a couple hours a day. Yeah. And then they start freaking out, right? Because they go, but, but, but wait, I, I have got to make more money. I've got to make more money. Well, let's look at how you're spending your time. Yeah. So we start to break it down. And when I get a report from one of my clients and I see from seven in the morning to seven at night and Dr. Pat, we have them write it out in 30 minute increments. What did you do every 30 minutes? What did you accomplish? And we'll see wasted time. We'll see procrastinated time. We'll see time put into little tiny uh, 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 efforts and goals that are not meaningful. And then also at the end of the day, an executive will say, oh my gosh, I needed to return these six calls. I didn't do it. I'll do it tomorrow. And then the procrastination continues. Yeah, so work-life balance is huge. And let's talk about this. You know, I want to talk about what you created for people because you have multiple ways for people to work with you. There may be some people that are listening now that are saying, I don't even know what I don't know, but then they can work with you. They can get, you know, a 30 minute introductory to really say, just unload on you. If I might say, you know, just like 30 minutes, I'm going to just do a dump on you. Right. And you know, that's something that people need, but that doesn't matter because you're the one that lives in this world. You've been through this though, David, see the thing that I really need to emphasize here is you and I can talk about this, not because we've got some academic degree, but we know, we know what it's like to be an entrepreneur and to be an executive, right? I also have a corporate background and I'm not saying that in my corporate job, I didn't work like crazy. However, it was not my company. So the pressure that I felt in corporate America 
had to do with performance reviews and raises and, and just wanting to do a great job. But at the end of the day, when I walked out of there, my company didn't run the risk of failing. That's right. That's a whole different pressure. It is totally, you know, you almost have a security blanket at some level as an executive working for a corporation at some level. Now, yes. it's not like it was in the 50s, 60s and 70s where you were guaranteed your position for life by any means. Yeah. But there is some sense of I've got someone who has my back in some way. And if I perform at a certain level now, that certain level, when we talk about workaholism with executives that I have worked with has increased dramatically. You know, I mean, companies are pushing now through this COVID phase, they're pushing their executives and their junior executives to work more than you could ever believe. It's up to the executives and the juniors who are working and putting in all these hours to still find space for themselves. Self-care is one of the biggest things that we talk about in work-life balance. And of course, executives look at us and go, what do you mean self-care? I've got a company to run, you know, type of a thing. Um, James Rippey, Dr. James Rippey, uh, and, and I forget the, the, the year, but he wrote a book called Fit for Success. Now, this is crucial for executives to hear and business owners in general. And what he did at the end of that book is he went after Fortune 500 companies, the executives, and they were averaging between 60 and 80 hours a week. Now, the cool finding that he discovered with his book is that 85% of those executives exercised four or more times a week. Now, think about this, Pat, okay? These are executives that understand the importance of some sort of balance. When we look at the general public, the, the numbers are reversed. 15% of the general public exercises three to four days a week. But wait. 85% of Fortune 500 executives exercise three to four times a week. So that's the kind. Now, this was years ago, yeah. and it's been disrupted by the pandemic. It's been completely disrupted. So even though I say that study is valid and it was powerful, it's where we should be. And it's one of those major missing links with many business owners today. And, and we really do have to look seriously at this, Pat, because as you and I have talked before, when I talk about veterans coming back, they'll wait four years to come and see someone like me, which means their addictions are 10 times worse. Their demons are 10 times. Everything is worse because they've waited for anyone. I don't care if you own a, a network marketing business and you bring in 60,000 a year, you know, or you bring in 600,000. It doesn't matter to me. We need to be focusing on ourselves. We need to be taking yeah. that time that we are not taking right now. And if we don't take it now, Pat, and you said something crucial earlier, COVID is so far from over, it's not even funny. This pandemic has still got a long time to run. We have to start taking care of ourselves now or all of our business owners, yeah. small business owners, executives will be in the place of our veterans in three or four years thinking that the COVID is going to go over, but they're not working on balance right now it's going to be 10 times worse yeah. in three to four years. That's why you and I are speaking today to get people off their butts and realize I'm not the only one doing this type of work, but you and I know each other, Pat, and you trust my work. I trust yeah. everything that you do as well, which is why we're bringing up this topic at this time in our lives. It's a pain point. And that's why I was so excited totally. to talk to you about it because, you know, I'm thinking, so here's the hardest thing I think. I, I think if you're an entrepreneur or you're an executive of a, you let's say you're a business owner, let's just call it a business owner. Okay. You know, the last thing you think about doing is investing in your well-being, yes. and it now needs to be the first. 
Um, look, this is a message for all of you out there, all of you lawmakers. I want to start with the senators in my state. I want to start with the Congress people in my state. And then I want to just send this message to the people in Washington, D.C. From your perspective, you may think it's over. But let me tell you the dynamic of what David and I are talking about. You are a small business owner. And every day you're wondering which one of my staff is not going to come in because they've been exposed to somebody with COVID or COVID themselves or a family member. You know, well, there's an uncertainty about job insecurity that has been with us since the 90s. I studied it for 10 years, so I'm not even talking about that. There is a new level of insecurity, and I call it COVID entrepreneurial insecurity. It is not over when you talk about small businesses now that are trying to rebuild. And I got to tell you, if there's something that just gets me fired up, it is the ignorance of our lawmakers to even look at what's happening in small business world. By the way, I wish that, I wish I owned the Lakers. We're not talking about those companies. We're not talking about the Microsofts. We're talking about all of the vendors that provide Microsoft products or Boeing products here. We're talking about small businesses and restaurants that from day to day, they don't know if their staff's gonna come in, but even worse, staff comes in, whether they have COVID or not. Why? There's no fallback. What you're creating is a new change. We're changing and breaking up the pattern of the matrix we live in that is called burnout. Yes. Yes. And Pat, this is such an important point. When we hit a stage of burnout, and I just posted the other day, you know, burnout, when, when people face anxiety and they wake up in the morning, I have an executive, as a matter of fact, and he wakes up every day with anxiety, okay? That's yeah. usually a sign, you know, we, everyone can wake up with anxiety when there's terrible things happening, but I'm talking about just waking up on an average day and every day you feel anxious. That's a sign of adrenal fatigue or adrenal burnout. Adrenal fatigue and adrenal burnout are caused by workaholism and burnout, right? So, you know, you're always stressed when you're stressed, cortisol is released, adrenaline is released. And if that's released on a regular basis enough, the adrenal glands just above the kidneys basically shut down. What are the signs and symptoms? We might have night sweats. And we have men with night sweats that are going, what the heck? This is something my right. wife went through. What is, you know, we have weight loss with no uh, understanding of how did I just lose 10 pounds in the last two months? You know, we have irritability. We have insomnia. We have all these things, which could be related to the stress and adrenal fatigue burnout, which we cover yeah. in our course, right? So, you know, we'll put people immediately on this very beautiful, powerful herb, ashwagandha. Ashwagandha has been around forever. It's an amazing anti-anxiety medication to take that helps rebuild the adrenals. So when we're talking about burnout in small businesses and people are waking up anxious and nervous, we say, listen, we understand that there's a rationality and a logic to some of your anxiety, mm -hmm. but a lot of it has been self-created. You know, by what we watch, what we listen to, all that kind of stuff is crucially important for the small business owner. And so we say, if you're exposing yourself and you're stressed all the time, we need to go in the opposite direction. What yeah. supplements can we take? What actions can we take to decrease the stress? Um, then the other thing, Pat, that just pops into my mind is, you know, there's a lot of small businesses that need to change their focus. They oh, need to yeah. rebrand. 
they need to rebrand and to keep up with the times, right? So that's another topic that we cover in the the program of executive and and business work-life balance. All right, we're going to take a short break because what we're talking about now is the solution. When we come back, David's going to walk us through what he has created. For those of you out there, please go check davidessel.com. That's David E-S-S-E-L.com. Now, why? When you get there, first of all, you're going to see verified by psychology today. Very good reason. Very good reason. But then when you get there, I want you to take a look and we'll make sure we get you to the page that's about executive and entrepreneurial school for work-life balance. Or you can Google it. It comes right up. David Essence, right? Executive and entrepreneur. But when you get there, you're going to find other things too. When we come back, we're going to talk about what David has created. It's very special. If you only knew how many people like David, there's actually nobody like David, but how many people that, you know, are out there attempting to help people that will offer you something and you sign on and you may pay 10, 20 grand for it. And you do that first coaching call. And it's not with the person you signed on with. It's not even with the person, you know, and it doesn't look like anything that's going to really help you. So imagine who you are. You're out in the world. You don't feel like you're being heard. If you're me, you've you've written more letters to the state of Washington and emails and picked up the phone and call and you get nothing. But now you've paid for coaching or now you pay for a solution. And now you feel, wow, it's happening again. We're going to take a short break and we're going to tell you how it's not going to happen again. Let's go to a break. Benny, Jacob, David, we'll be right back. Are you looking for a way to break old habits that are holding you back from reaching your true potential and living the life you deserve? Well, look no further than Dr. Loretta Billups. She is a clinician and a relationship and mental health coach that will assist you with reaching your purpose. She will hold you accountable so that your desires are now a reality. Connect with Dr. B at cultivatingyourlife.com and find your path today. That's cultivatingyourlife.com. In body, in power, in soul. Activate the spirit within you in deep conversations of power, faith, grace, love, and forgiveness. On Soul Inspired Reflections, Ascension, a humble awakening of the heart. Join me, your host, Gina Libido, every second Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. And find that even the chaos of your world makes sense and adds meaning and purpose. Make a choice, be inspired, take action. For more information, go to soulinspired.org. That's soul-inspired.org. It is time to get inspired to take action in your life. Tune in to Emotional Elevation with me, Susan Denae. We are identifying, understanding, and treating our crazy one episode at a time. We all have crazy in our lives. The thing that sets us apart is how we deal with it. And I've got you covered. Enjoy your journey. You are worth it. Visit SusanDenae.com. That's D-E-N-E-E dot com. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of the Dr. Pat Show, and I am the creator of the Transformation Network, doing what we do in the world of positive radio, informed, educated, positive media. Independent radio hosts and independent networks have been the face of positive messaging over the past decade. So all of us here have decided we're going to put together an independent network that is going to enable people to bring their positive message of hope, inspiration, and conscious action 
to the forefront. Help us create a future of amazing, uplifting stories that can be told so we can tell our children and they can tell their children of what hope and conscious action is all about. I want to thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on on TransformationTalkRadio.com. What if you could enter a sacred vortex of love and beauty infused with the power of the earth and ascended masters? Join myself, Dr. Georgia Herrera and Dr. Sharon Martin in the the Sacred Sacred Magic Magic Show. Bring in the mystical and sacred for healing, airing every third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You too can have your health and life challenges melt away. Join now and feel your heart open up to the answers to your most important questions. Hey, everybody, welcome back. David Essel is my very special guest today, colleague, and I do consider him a friend. I have watched him create more solutions for what's going on in the world than anybody else I know. And by the way, to do it in, 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 a, in, a, in a timely fashion that is far beyond anything you can imagine. And there's a very good reason David does this. And really, I look at this, and actually, I've modeled the coaching and consulting I do on media and podcasting based on the way he approaches it. And that is, you have to talk to people that know what they're talking about, and that can help you. And David, let's talk about exactly what the executive and entrepreneurial schools for work-life balance is. And also there are various levels for people, but can you walk us through, I know I've got a pain point, David, I don't know what I don't know. And now I'm speaking for myself. You know, you and I chatted during the break. So you know one of my pain points, right? Yes, yes. I don't know what I don't know. But I want to know what you're going to help me with. You know, Dr. Pat, we it's such a great question. First of all, explaining the program, you'll work with me only. Okay, Dr. Pat and I talked about this <laughs> off the break. There will not be a David Essel protege that you'll work with. Okay, we don't believe in that. Some very famous coaches have tried this over the past and it's fallen on their faces. We've been given the opportunity years ago. You know, we still certify coaches. And at the end of certifications, almost every coach will go, I want to work underneath you. When you get too many clients, you know, pass them on. And I always say this to them. That is so gracious of you to ask. Thank you so very much but they're paying for David Essel. They're not paying for a David Essel trained student, you know, and there's a huge difference. So first of all, you only work with me. Secondly, we get one hour a week in our program where that it's you and I one-on-one, Zoom, Skype, phone, in-person, doesn't matter. There's a thousand different ways to work together, but this is something that makes our program really different. And I just got a bunch of, of, of text messages this morning from, for what I'm going to say right now. When you're in the program, when you're enrolled in the program, you have access to me five days a week via text messaging. Now, listen to this. This is the highest level of accountability that you'll ever receive. Five days a week, you can text me and say, David, I just ran into this. Any ideas? I want to let you know I did what I didn't think I could. I got up at 6 a.m. and I did this. You know, Hey, David, I'm running into an issue with this. So you are supported five days a week. Uh, via text message, and then you get me for a full hour every week. So we we look at this so seriously, Pat, and this is something that we've added to the program. This is something we haven't done for 43 years. We added it because in my mind, I'm sitting back, <clears throat> excuse me, putting myself in the in the seat of a potential client. And I'm going, what would that client need the most if they're stuck? 
if they're nervous, they're scared, they're filled with anxiety, depression, they don't want to, well, they need a, a, a someone in their corner yeah. more yeah. than just an hour a, a week, you know? So, so we added that to it. They will receive books that we have written that are about, I mean, every one of my books has balance. It's all about balance, you know, but then we'll also destroy some myths in this course. And here's one of the myths. There are times as, as a business owner, I don't care if you have five uh, uh, clients or 6,000 or 100,000, there are times when you will have to put in many, many hours. That's part of our oh, work. Yeah. Right? It's just part of it. So oh, yeah. in the very beginning of growing a business, forget work-life balance, okay? If you want to be successful, you've got to figure out a way to do it all, and you really do. Then after, after oh, we're getting, I'm so sorry. This is the warning of the hurricane in our area. So that's I know. what this- I want to just remind everyone. I want to just, look, can I make a statement? Absolutely. If any of you are doubting David Essel's commitment to his work or mine commitment to your well-being, if there's any question and you're looking at the both of us and thinking, this is just another sideshow, I want to just say something to all of you. I've known David a long time. I've interviewed close to 12,000 people in 20 years. I've been able to discern between the people that are really looking out for you, one of the best listening audience, watching audience in the world. But I wanna ask you this question, who else do you know that is in the middle of one of the most devastating storms of our century in Fort Myers? Now that is really going to be the epicenter that has, regardless of what's going on around him, understands the importance of reaching out to you, speaking to you, and helping to you. That was the alert David got because he is in the middle of the epicenter in Fort Myers. And he didn't even think twice about showing up here for, for me and for the network and for you guys. See, you can look at this in whatever way you want, but then you have to ask yourself the question, how do I determine whether somebody's really gonna show up for me? I hope you remember this because when somebody like David knows exactly where he's sitting, knows exactly what's in front of him and tells TJ who works with, D with David, I am going to this call. And more importantly, if it drops, I'll call back in. I had to say that David, because people are so tired of getting used and we need to be very clear that you don't create a program like the one you created for the price point you created it for that gives exposure to David Essel in the framework you talked about and doing that in a way where integrity is questioned. The reason I bring it up, David, I want you to continue is something happened to me yesterday in a conversation, and I'm not going to share the details of it. That hasn't happened to me in my life for a very long time. And when, when integrity is questioned, you have to do your homework. You have to make sure, am I going to do this thing with David? And why is Dr. Pat doing this? Let me just be clear to you. David is not a sponsor. He's not paying us to do this. We're here to help you because we know that you are suffering because I'm a business owner. And I got to tell you right now, thank God for ping pong, David. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you don't know that, Benny, that's what I do. I hit a little white ball. Yep. But I had to say this. 
I've known you a while. And every program you've done, every book that you've written has come out to help and serve people. What will happen when people work with you on this? What can we expect in their life changes? Because I want to talk about that. I'm an end game girl. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I you know, I, I only watch the football game until I know the score. <laughs> I wait till <laughs> I find the score, then I'll go back and watch the game. Uh, that says a lot about me, doesn't it? But, but this is really people will work with you and thank you for the text messaging thing. Hello, I want to be clear about text messaging. David offers that in some of his workshops and webinars. And trust me when I say, when you text him, you get a text back. <laughs> but man, this is awesome, David. Yeah. Pat, thank you so much for what you said, you know, about my dedication to your show, my dedication to this work. Um, and, and you know, you're 100% correct. I say this without any arrogance at all. I am fully committed to every client we take on a thousand percent. Um, I also have, you know, hired people in the past that have let me down, have made all kinds of promises of how they're going to do this for us and that for our company and all this, and they don't show up or you can't get a hold of them or whatever, you know, and, and we have always been different, but, you know, I appreciate what you're saying and, you know, to be in the middle of a hurricane and to do your show, believe it or not, Pat, it's awesome. I, I love being with you and seeing <laughs> you. So I, I, I look at this as I get a gift to be with you today while we're waiting to see what happens here. Uh, but, you know, Again, going back to the program, I mean, it is with me. You do have access five days a week. We want you to be super uh, successful in what you're doing. And one of the things that we do, I, I mentioned earlier, you know, a lot of times people will come in with, David, how do I make more money? I mean, the real crux is money. I've got to increase my income. And while that might be it, there may be something blocking that income from coming in. You know, anxiety can block income. And just just sit and think about this, right? You know, if you're in a depressed state or a procrastinated state, that's gonna decrease your income. So we we look at the whole nine yards. You know, what are your expenses? Are your expenses necessary? Is it, you know, do we need to cut back in A to put into C? You know, we we yeah. look at that creatively. We talked earlier, Pat. I can't tell you the number of companies, small businesses that we've helped change brand and direction in the last two years. You know, it might be time to add a new wing to your small business that you haven't thought about before, because, you know, we need to be vital. We need to be creative. And so we look at what are the biggest problems that a, a business or an executive is facing today. Let's go after the biggest problem and clear that out. Remove first, add second. I'm going to keep saying that. If you don't remove the procrastination, you can't bring in anything. If, if it's alcohol or food or something else, if you don't remove that, you're not going to be able to bring in the goodness. So we look at what needs to be altered, changed, removed, whether it's the branding, the advertising, maybe the whole business model has yeah. to be shifted. You know, there's a, a, a guy that I know that's tried to start during COVID a radio station for Uber drivers. Okay, so it was very creative. I mean, he was an incredibly creative guy. They, they got Uber to sign on. So now, you know, in their cars, they can tune into an Uber. Here's our, our, our warning again. That's okay. Um, I understand. Yeah. Thank, thank you. And believe um, me, I'll understand if you have to run out of there. Okay? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I know, Pat. This is the craziest thing in the world. But, you know, and he started it during COVID. Well, Uber drivers went down to zero during COVID. And here's this guy that had this radio network and he had yep. the employees set and everything to go. So what did he do? He switched to truckers. Oh, God, yeah. 
truckers needed the, the motivation. They needed yeah. the information, you know, and truckers didn't stop during COVID. I mean, they're, they're busier than heck. So see, that's the kind of thing we look at with small businesses. If it's not working the way you've had it in the past, what can we do to shift, to add energy, excitement, passion, and to get the business owner back on track doing what they want to do, making a difference in the way that they can make a difference. So Pat, in this school, in this program, there isn't anything that we won't cover, but here's the crucial part that I, and I just did a post on this yesterday on social media, the business consultant, coach, counselor, executive coach you hire is not the person that's going to create success for you. They are guidance. They are mentors, but you are the, you're the hero in your life. You're the person that's going to do it. You know, we guide, we give uh, assignments, we, we give ideas and thoughts, but then it's the business owner that puts them into action. And I always want my clients to know that they're responsible for their success. I'm holding space for them, Dr. Pat. I am excited to have them be successful, but their success comes from themselves, not from the coach or the counselor or anyone else. And that's crucial to remember because if a person becomes a business owner, becomes codependent on a consultant, a coach, and says, mm -hmm. well, you know, I have to keep going back to them because I got here become, we don't want that. That's called codependency with our clients. We want our clients to enter the school, to do the work, to yeah. leave the school, and to create the business they want right now. Yeah. And by the way, if they want to continue working with you, there's a gazillion ways to do that. The thing that I, I want to say to people, because you and I both know the difference between counseling and coaching, and it's mm -hmm. it's major. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm hired to coach somebody, I'm going to literally tell you what to do. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to do it. But if you come to me with a problem and you're asking me for what do I think or what should I do? It's not like therapy. It's not like, well, what do you think you should do? No, people want to know, what do you, Pat, with your experience, David, with your experience, do I take this loan or not? And sometimes you'll get advice, yes, take the loan, even if the interest rate is ridiculous. Why? Because you're using that to reinvest, to give yourself time, to build something up that you know you can build up and to not stress. And I think this is the difference between what you're talking about and what people are used to getting. Yeah. Well, when you look at individuals coming and they have a, a number of years of experience, let's say two, five, 10, 15, even 20 years of experience in yeah. business. And then they come to some with myself who has 43 years. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm the top dog. Okay? There's people <laughs> much smarter than me. But with 43 years of experience, there's a lot I can offer yeah. people so they don't hit the same blocks that you and I hit, Pat. I mean, that's oh, one yeah. of the beautiful things, right? Is that we go, oh my God, I remember I was going to go down that road too. Please do not. And let me tell you why. When I did that 15 years ago, here's the end result, right? So we can take our wisdom we can take our patience. You know, one of the things that you and I bring to the table is that with as much as we've gone through and you and I have gone through hell and heaven all at the same time, Pat. Yeah, it's you know, true. We, we, we have a different perspective. You know, with as much work and experience that we have, we have a really different perspective. Now, you can go with someone who's like a cheerleader, you know, not with a lot of experience because, oh, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this. You know, that's all great to a point. But then you need to put boots on the ground. You need to put action into place. And finding someone who's been there and done it and come out the other side is really the best place yeah. for you to be. 
Also, the other thing I want to mention is, David, you said earlier that we talked about addiction, we talked about recovery. And so, you know, we're talking about working with someone that has been through the wide range of life experiences. And David, you're right. I say it over and over again to the people that join our network. I say, look, I'm going to transfer as much knowledge as you want. Now, I'm going to show you the potholes I've stepped in so you don't step in them. But even if you do step in them, I want to tell you there's a ladder to get out. And I think that's what you're saying. You know, this is not about punishment, correction, feeling bad, guilt, and shame. This is about a solution. Yeah. I'm so glad you just used those words, guilt and shame. Oh, my gosh, Pat. (laughs) Those are huge triggers, right? Like someone comes in and says, oh, I should be smarter than this. I shouldn't. I've been in business 10 years. I should have never done this. I feel so bad. And we go, "Uh uh-uh, time out, time out, time out. Okay. There's no room here for that. There's room for looking at the errors we made or the choices that didn't work. That's step one. But then step two is where are we going, brother? Where are we going, sister? How are we getting ourselves out of here? We are not sitting in shame and guilt. And if you ever work with a counselor or a coach or a therapist that creates, that makes you have a feeling of shame or guilt or says something like, Stephen, seriously, how could you have done that? You You run, get out of that office, get off the Zoom call, run. We should never be working with people that put us down or make us feel ashamed or guilty that we made a mistake. Shoot, Pat and I have made millions of mistakes. We're still vibrant. We're still passionate. We're still kicking butt. So we don't let mistakes identify us and we don't sit in them for God's sake. Admit them, yes, but don't sit in them. And that's something that a coach should be able to pull you out of immediately. No time for that, baby. Let's keep moving forward. I love what you said. You know, one of our hosts, Susan Denae, has a great expression. You know, uh, her brand is know you're crazy. And one of the things she says is, look, are you a doormat? So we're not talking about letting people step all over us, Mm-mm. right? We're saying don't absorb the guilt and shame and don't let people step all over you. You're not a doormat. And that is really right now what's going on. And you know this. You know about verbal abuse right now that's going on in businesses. You know, I have to laugh at some of these terms, right? Quiet quitting. Hello, people. There's nothing quiet about quitting. Okay, go look at the research I did. Are you kidding me? You have violated a psychological contract. You have broke promises. You have people that don't want to show up. Why? Because you've just told them that they can't work from home for a couple of hours because they haven't really adjusted because COVID is really real for them. Quiet quitting, most ridiculous term I have heard in in HR. And I'm an HR special. I worked in HR in, in a Fortune 50 company. Quiet quitting, nothing like that. The whole resignation dialogue that's out there, wake up, corporate America. People are just saying, oh, okay, you're not treating me well. I'm out of here, right, David? That's right. Having said that, those people as well are looking for a new pathway. See, they may be quietly quitting to you, but there's something inside of them that have just woke up. You have waking up the giant, right, David? That's right. And this is a time too, Pat, as you say that, that if you had a desire to own your own business, if you've ever had a desire to be an entrepreneur, oh my Lord, this is a classic time. Sit down, write out all of your ideas, get feedback, hire someone before you open a business, always hire someone. But, you know, really (laughs) sit and look 
at what do I want to do with my life? You know, I mean, people say this, have said this since the pandemic started. You can look at the pandemic and you can complain and bitch and say it's the worst thing in the world. Or you can look at it and say, how do I make the best out of this situation? I mean, it's purely a choice. So if you've ever had a desire to open a business and, and Pat, what I always recommend is when people are working full time and they've always wanted to own their own business, open the business on the side first. Don't yeah. put you and your family at risk. Don't add more stress than you need. Trust me, running a business is stressful enough, even if you're doing it part time. OK, you don't need to throw away you know, your income right now. You need to really focus on getting a game plan, getting a business plan getting a marketing plan, getting an investment plan. Oh, what do I need to start a business? You need to know that uh, yeah. before you start a business. And hello, getting funding. If you're and, out there thinking nonprofit, good. I'm getting ready to start my nonprofit. Um, what did I look for first? Not how to start a nonprofit. I have somebody looking for grants, funding. Yes, Let's get this right. off the ground. We got to do something. David, how do people sign up for this? How do they find out about it? Where do they go? What can they yeah. do? Dr. Pat, this has been so fascinating being able to share this with you because this is in both of our hearts and yeah. soul, you know, helping people in business. So just go to talkdavid.com, the easiest website in the, in the world to remember, talkdavid.com. Look for the School for Entrepreneur and Business of Work-Life Balance. You're only going to work with me. We take on a very limited amount of clients. Uh, and let me know you heard that you heard this on Dr. Yeah. Pat. You know, I always love to hear from Dr. Pat's listeners, and we always get emails. And if you want to join the school, just go to talkdavid.com. We can work around hours. We are very flexible. And I want to remind you of the most important thing. You are getting support five days a week. We are in your corner five days a week. You are not out there hanging on a limb waiting for the next Tuesday, and it's Wednesday, and you go, oh, my God, I got a ton of things I got to talk to him about. Guess what? Yeah. Wednesday is great. And I'll be working with you for the hour next week. But that next day and the next three days, text me. Let me help you. And that's what makes the program different, Dr. Pat. And so do you. David, thank you so much. I want to thank you. I want you to please be well, be safe. I'm thank not you. sure if you're getting ready to pack yourself up or hunker down in some kind of seat, of, some kind of <laughs> some kind of cement <laughs> blockade. <laughs> Whatever that is, thank you so much for today. And we'll be talking more about this because we need to keep this message going. And for those of you that are listening live, you've got information. For those of you that are downloading the podcast, you've got information. And I want to say this, get a hold, schedule a call, and figure out, is this a place I can get help? Thank you, David. Thank you, Benny. Thank you, Jacob. And I want to thank the best audience on the planet. I want to leave you all with this. In 2009 and 10, and eight, when the walls were crashing down around the economy, the message that came into my heart was to start a network. Counterintuitive for almost every business executive out there except David. And during one of the worst economic times that I can recall, a team of people came together and created the Transformation Network and this channel, Transformation Talk Radio. In about three months, everything about us, our look and feel will change, but our message will not. We are all talk, we are all positive, and we talk about everything from sex to spirituality. This is a home for businesses, it's a home for sports. It's not what you do or what is done, it is how we bring the message out. And David Essel is a perfect example. Thank you all. Have a great day and all of my family down in Florida, down in Georgia, 
all of you, please do what David's doing. Be well, be safe, and be powerful. <laughs>